elders, leaders, and members of the Poundmaker Cree Nation. It is a privilege to be here with you today to honor the life and legacy of Chief Poundmaker, Pitawani Hiiwin. I would like to, of course, begin by acknowledging that we are on the sacred lands of the Poundmaker Cree Nation in Treaty 6 territory, and I thank you for your welcome. It was here that Chief Poundmaker made his indelible mark on history, here that he earned his well-deserved reputation as a diplomat and peacemaker, here that he stood up for his people and demonstrated compassion in the face of persecution. 134 years later, we gather at the battle site to honor and remember the story of Chief Poundmaker. We recognize that during his lifetime, Chief Poundmaker was not treated justly nor shown the respect he deserved as a leader of his people. We know that the colonial perspectives which dominated relations between Indigenous peoples and the Crown did not allow for open and collaborative dialogue. And we acknowledge that if we are to move forward together on the path of reconciliation, the Government of Canada must acknowledge the wrongs of the past. We have the duty to take an honest look at this chapter of our shared history and make right by the Poundmaker Cree Nation. It is my sincere hope that by coming together today and taking this important step together as equal partners, we can continue the important work of reconciling the past and renewing our relationship. Oral tradition tells us that Chief Poundmaker's role as an influential leader begins in 1873 with the conclusion of peace negotiations between the Cree and the Blackfoot peoples. Known as the peacemaker by the indigenous peoples of the Northern Plains, Chief Poundmaker had tried to maintain peaceful relations and open dialogue between the Cree and settlers both before and after the signing of Treaty 6 in 1876. In 1876, Poundmaker, now a headman or minor chief, was part of the Cree delegation at Fort Carleton, where Treaty 6 was concluded with Alexander Morris, Lieutenant Governor of the Northwest Territories and Treaty Commissioner. Un grand orateur. He was a tremendous orator, and he said that the government of Canada should provide appropriate support to the Cree so that they could adjust to the changing realities in that area. And this would be not only for those signing the treaty, but for future generations. And he defended the provision on pharmacy in Treaty Number 6. A powerful orator, Chief Poundmaker argued that the government of Canada had to provide the appropriate assistance to the Cree life 
as life in the prairies was changing. He requested assistance not only for the signatories of the treaty, but also for future generations. This included advocating for the medicine chest provision in Treaty 6. Indeed, Chief Poundmaker was a visionary and an early advocate for universal health care. And in his spirit and the strength of his convictions throughout the treaty negotiations, it continues to inspire his people to this day. In 1881, Chief Poundmaker, as an acknowledged leader of his people, was selected to lead the Marquess of Lorne, son-in-law of Queen Victoria, on a journey from Battleford to Blackfoot Crossing. Chief Poundmaker impressed the Marquess with his traditional teachings and his statesmanship. In the years following the signing of Treaty 6, Chief Poundmaker, along with others such as Big Bear or Mista Himasqua, pushed government officials pushed government officials to live up to the promises and obligations laid out in the treaty, but often with frustrating results. By the winter of 1885, the combination of a depleted bison population, cuts to government aid, and fundamental disagreements regarding the implementation of treaty promises resulted in widespread dissatisfaction in the prairies. In the push to settle Western Canada and guided by colonial thinking and policies, the federal government sought to exert increased control over Indigenous peoples. Tension between the Canadian government, Métis, First Nations and settlers eventually amounted to a conflict known as the Northwest Resistance. Le chef Palmaker et son peuple Chief Palmaker and his people became the target of government representatives in Western Canada, particularly after certain members of the community were accused of pillage in Battlefield, even though Chief Palmaker was trying to find rations for his people. Chief Palmaker and his people came to be considered as a threat. On May 2nd, uh, 1885, as reprisal for the supposed pillage, the Canadian Expeditionary Force pursued the Cree to their reserve and attacked the site where we find ourselves today, right here on the hill, the hill of the battlefield. in Western Canada began to target Chief Poundmaker and his people especially after members of his community were accused of looting in Battleford as Poundmaker sought rations for Indian Affairs officials for his people. Chief Poundmaker and his people came to be viewed as a threat. On May 2nd, 1885, seeking reprisals for the purported looting, the Canadian Expeditionary Force followed the Cree back to their reserve and launched an attack where we are now gathered here today, right here at Battlesite Hill. Led by Lieutenant Colonel William Otter, more than 300 men attacked Poundmaker's people, but after seven hours on the battlefield, Otter's men 
were forced to retreat. Though he did not participate in the battle, Chief Poundmaker saved many lives that day. At a critical time, he carried the pipe of a wounded war chief onto the battlefield and used his considerable authority to stop the counterattack on Colonel, Colonel Otter's retreating troops, thereby avoiding more bloodshed. Fearing further reprisal against his people, Chief Poundmaker attempted to negotiate a peace agreement with the commander of the Canadian Expeditionary Force, Major General Frederick Middleton. Unable to come to an agreement, Poundmaker and his followers were arrested at Battleford on May 26, 1885. Fueled by mistrust and a lack of understanding, Government officials held Chief Poundmaker, as the recognized leader of his people, responsible for the actions of his community and convicted him of treason felony in August 1885. While Chief Poundmaker unequivocally maintained his innocence, he was sentenced to three years in prison at the Stony Mountain Penitentiary. Chief Poundmaker's imprisonment meant denying members of his nation his strong leadership. Members of his community were deeply affected by the restrictions and severe privation that were imposed on them by government authorities. The nation was also forced to give up its arms, which made it unable to look after itself and hunt. By the harsh restrictions and deprivations imposed upon them, by government officials. The nation was also forced to surrender their weapons, which left them unable to hunt and protect themselves. Labeled as a rebellion band by the government of Canada, the Poundmaker Cree nation saw the reputation of their honored chief tarnished by his wrongful conviction and were forced to live without a chief for over three decades. Although Chief Poundmaker was released early from prison due to his deteriorating health, he died only four months after his release in 1886 while visiting his adopted father, Chief Crowfoot, at Blackfoot Crossing. He was buried there, and in 1867, his remains were brought back to the Poundmaker Cree Nation and buried here at Battle Site Hill. Today, our government acknowledges that Chief Poundmaker was a peacemaker who never stopped fighting for peace. A leader who, time and time again, a leader who, time and time again, sought to prevent further loss of life in the growing conflict in the prairies. The Government of Canada recognizes that Chief Poundmaker was not a criminal, but someone who worked tirelessly to ensure the survival of his people and hold the Crown accountable to its obligations as laid out in Treaty 6. We recognize that the unjust conviction and imprisonment of Chief Poundmaker had and continues to have a profound impact on the Poundmaker Cree Nation. Chief Poundmaker 
often spoke of the need to continue moving forward. He said, we all know the story about the man who sat by the trail too long, and then it grew over, and he could never find his way again. We can never forget what has happened, but we cannot go back, nor can we just sit beside the trail. Well, the government of Canada has been sitting beside the trail for far too long. And if we are to join the Poundmaker Cree Nation on the path of reconciliation, we need to acknowledge the past and build a foundation for healing and renewed understanding. And so, as an important symbol for our desire to revitalize our relationship with the Poundmaker Cree Nation, I am here today on behalf of the Government of Canada to confirm without reservation that Chief Poundmaker is fully exonerated of any crime or wrongdoing. I would also like to offer all members of the Poundmaker Cree Nation, past and present, an apology for the historic injustices, hardship and oppression suffered by Chief Poundmaker and your community on behalf of the Government of Canada and all Canadians. The Poundmaker Cree Nation has long advocated to hear these words from the Government of Canada, and it is your dedicated efforts that have brought us here today to honour Chief Poundmaker the way he should have been so many, many years ago, to ensure that his legacy is celebrated for years to come and to help right past wrongs. As Poundmaker's people, the hardships you have overcome reflect his courage, his belief, and his vision that you would go on to be a strong and vibrant people. You have always known that your chief deserved to be respected and celebrated, and now all Canadians will have the opportunity to learn and understand the true history and legacy of Chief Poundmaker. Before being sentenced to imprisonment, Chief Poundmaker stated, everything that is bad has been laid against me this summer. There is nothing of it true. I did everything to stop bloodshed. If I had not done so, there would have been plenty of blood spilled this summer. In 1885, Chief Poundmaker was treated as a criminal and a traitor. In 2019, we recognize the truth in his words that he, as a leader, statesman, and peacemaker, did everything he could to ensure that lives were not needless, needlessly lost. It has taken us 134 years to reach today's milestone, the exoneration of Chief Poundmaker. And I know that the exoneration and apology I have offered today cannot make up for what has been lost. 
but it is my hope that these words can mark a new beginning, that this day will lead us to a brighter future as we continue to walk together on the path towards reconciliation, a path Chief Poundmaker charted for us all so many years ago. It is my hope that we can make the next century a shared legacy with a proud history dedicated to the spirit of Chief Poundmaker, honored leader of his people. Thank you. Kinanas Komitenawa. Oh, oh.